Hello and welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. I recently mentioned that I've put together an insider's guide to securing gallery representation. It's a free PDF that you can get through the link in the show notes with this podcast. And in today's episode, I'm going to take you through some of the content inside it. First, we're going to start with research. So you're going to see where your art would be a perfect fit. I was in a online community recently, and one of the questions was, should I start with galleries that are close by or further away? I mean, that is really a choice for you. That is not necessarily the thing that should be leading the research that you're going to be doing. You really want to be looking for galleries that represent artists whose work is similar to yours. That can be medium, it can be scale, uh, it can be price point, and the career stage of the artist that they already have on their roster. So these are really the areas that you want to be looking at. And that can, you, if you're researching online, then of course this could be you looking at galleries near and far. It really doesn't matter. You know, there are, what, about 16,000 galleries in London, about 14,000 in New York. There are thousands and thousands of galleries around the world. So it's not a case of finding that needle in a haystack. But the onus really is on you to filter out those that are not appropriate for you and those where your work would be a great hit. So when you're researching, you also want to be looking at the overall aesthetic, perhaps, that the gallery presents or the direction or focus of the gallery as a business. Like what are their intentions? What sort of um, expectations and plans do they have for the year ahead? What have they done historically that is very relatable to the sort of work that you make? And then you want to look for the submission process on the gallery's website. Now, if they have one, some do, some don't. And if they do have one, it's really important to follow these guidelines closely. I receive artist submissions for art scene, for virtual um, exhibitions. I've done real life exhibitions where we've had open calls and then I've uh, juried on uh, other people's projects as well. Over and over, we see artists putting in poor submissions where it says biography, we actually want prose, usually we want it in the third person. And then what will happen is the artist will basically paste a CV, which is, you know, the exhibition history that they have. But we actually want a biography in prose. And if you think about it like an art, uh, sorry, an author's biography, you know, when somebody introduces an author on a podcast or at the front of their book, it tells you who they are you know, what their experience is. It doesn't just tell you the other books they have um, written, for example. So this is what we're looking for in a biography. And I do have a free guide, which I'll add a link to uh, in the show notes as well with this. But really making sure you're following those guidelines closely. This is important, not just because of what you're going to present, but also how you're presenting it. You're showing a level of professionalism by providing them the actual information that they want. So, you know, following those guidelines closely, now they will often say on the submission, if they have a little bit of text about the submission process, how they want to receive the images. Do they want a URL to your website or do they want you to send them as attachments? Do they want you to share a folder on the cloud like Dropbox or something? So again, making sure you're following all those uh, guidelines quite closely is going to be so important. Uh, and it's really just good practice for you to get into this habit for any place that you are approaching. 
When you're researching these galleries, you also want to make notes on what you enjoy about the gallery, why you think your work would be a good fit, why it would work well with them and demonstrate that you're at the same career stage as their other artists and all these sorts of things. You're going to need this when you actually move into a conversation with them. So knowing all this sort of information, why you feel you're a good fit, perhaps you know some of the artists that they already exhibit. Perhaps you might have shown with some of those artists in juried exhibitions or some other place, then all these sorts of things help you build that connection with the gallery that you might be approaching. So really make notes on what you enjoy about the gallery, why you think your work would be a good fit with them, and spend some time with this. It's not just an exercise, it's something you might need to think about when you're out there walking the dog or whatever else you're doing. We really want to get like a really solid response to this and of course you really want to be resonating with that gallery and not just think of them as a stockist. As an absolute starting point about where you can find galleries, well think about who you're already following on social media. You know, you're probably following some galleries on Instagram or whichever you know platform that you're on. So start there. There's already something about those galleries that you probably like. Next, you can head over to an art fair website and see who exhibited there the last edition of that fair. So that can give you some ideas and then you're going to follow through and look at their uh, websites, their social profiles and those sorts of things and learn more about them that way. If you have friends who uh, perhaps, again, they might be people you just know online or they might be people you know in real life. Can you have a look at where they might have exhibited as well? So if you've seen invitations to exhibitions and things like that in your feed, perhaps you're on some mailing lists, uh, those places could also be a good starting point for you to build out lists. You know, we don't want um, people to just like go to the yellow pages. I don't even know if that exists anymore. But, um, you know, it's really important that you start kind of finding those places. So if you're already following galleries, there's probably a reason that you're following them. Maybe they're local, maybe they're further afield, maybe there's something about what they exhibit that you already like. So start with those as um, as your initial point, and then you can expand a bit further. Also, I would say look at your heroes, your peer heroes, Where are they exhibiting? What galleries uh, represent those artists? And would any of those galleries be appropriate for you? So those will be some initial starting points for you to just build out that research and see how you get on. Now, um, you know, the research part of it is really important, as I say, because when you actually approach them, you know, you don't want to be sending that email that says, hey, I found you in the yellow pages. This is why you're going to research and actually tell them why you think you're a good fit. These sort of bland, blank um, mass emails that galleries receive, just like artists receive from vanity galleries, are they, they just don't create any rapport, do they? You know this, you've probably had them already. They don't make us feel like we're actually seen. It's people, you know, those sorts of emails don't really appreciate the work that goes into it. They, you know, they say something very bland like, hey, you know, I get this for brand collaborations. Like, hey, I really like your work. Let's chat about a collaboration. Well, of course, you don't want to send an email like that, which is a super easy email for the recipient to go, no thanks, and just hit delete and probably never answer. So making sure you're doing some research and, like I said, starting with places that you already know or places where 
your artist friends and your peers are actually exhibiting would make it easy for you. So I'm going to leave you with that for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to subscribe and in the show notes with this podcast, you will find the links to all the free downloads.